Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. It's Thursday morning, the 4th of May. Let's start the show with the Winton Shire Mayor, Gavin Basket. And look, last week, it was pretty unbelievable. Um, it was a special anniversary for the Winton Gem of the West Camp Draft. Uh, it was won by Ben Hall, but more importantly, it was a community, a proud community, um, a Winton community coming together and the camp draft a huge success. Um, it was just absolutely an awesome weekend. Gav, great to talk to you, mate. You must be terribly proud of your town when you see uh, the gem of the West camp draft that was run last weekend and just how successful it was. Morning, Dobbo. Yeah, mate, it was a bloody great weekend and the Diamond Tina Radio and Camp Draft Association, led by Thomas Mills, did another fantastic job. It was the 25th anniversary and um, the amount of people down there and rigs was unreal. I had about 1,500 first-round rides. That does include second rounds and finals and all that. And it, uh, It's a bloody big weekend. It takes quite a lot of time to set up. Not a, the preparation months earlier, but the setting up the week, running the weekend, and then pulling it all down and just uh, great work by the committee and I, I reckon they'll all be having a quiet weekend this weekend. No two ways about it. Um, I, the cattle donors are the things that I always think. I mean, volunteers are one thing, but th- there's been a consistent families that have donated the cattle continually and talking to some people who competed over the weekend there, last weekend, they just said, mate, it was elite. Um, the cattle ran beautifully. The draft was of... The, the highest calibre, and it speaks volumes of the, the, the cattle in that area, of the people and, and everything that goes on. That's right, mate. Yeah, our local graziers supply all these cattle, and the cattle are a phenomenal mix for the last 12 months we had, so they were up keen and ready to go. And even the local transport companies like Curly's did a fantastic job cutting all the cattle in and out and back down to the sayards, and without those, the local graziers and the transport companies, these things don't, uh, don't go ahead, and it's a big a big job doing that, like the trucks carting them and the blokes getting them ready. But yeah, just sitting there, went down there a few times over the weekend and um, just watching the cattle go around. It's, it's great seeing good stock too as well that are in good condition just uh, amplifies what a great season we've had. Yeah, it's unbelievable there. Uh, dry in parts of the air, but you guys have had your turn. There's no two ways about it. But geez, you got some stuff coming on now. We're just heading to tourist season, but you've got a lot coming on in your neck of the woods over the next couple of months. We have, mate. We've got our few big festivals coming, the Writers' Festival, the Film Festival, and then culminates at the um, end of the year with the Outback Festival, which is going to be big. But this weekend, we've got a um, 80K endurance ride, and that's just a little warm-up for the locals. And then on the 29th and 30th of July, we've got the first Whittender Longreach endurance ride, sponsored by uh, the council and the QCWA since in the mid-'80s. It was started back in 1980, I'm pretty sure, to raise awareness for the Stockman's Hall of Fame in Longridge there to get that built and that's back on the cards again and hopefully there'll be a lot of endurance ride people not only from Queensland but Australia to come here and have a lot have a lap at this uh, iconic event that's back on the calendar again. Uh, good weekend, uh, obviously, this weekend in Winton. Mate, what else is coming up? I mean, y- you know, we understand that there's so many more festivals and July and June, July are massive, massive months for you. You must be excited about what's happening. No, mate, really excited. Uh, like I said, we've got the Writers' Festival coming up and then uh, from June and July, the first week of the school holidays is the Vision Splendid Outback Festival, uh, Outback Film Festival. Yep. And that's the 10th year this year and that's going to be really big, followed by the April Festival and then we've got the um, Outback Festival in September school holidays and that's going to be massive. This is the 26th Outback Film Festival and that's uh, always Outback Festival, sorry, and that's always 
bloody great, and hopefully we can get a good roll up to that. But we just want to let everyone know that we're open for business out here. I think there's a lot of people down south and in other states that think because there was some flooding in the Gulf country and out in the Channel country that most of Queensland closed, and everybody's ready to roll out here. They've all got uh, plenty of staff and plenty of hospitality and just looking for the tourists to come. So hopefully we can get some uh, good crowds rolling up in the not-too-distant future. A lot of bookings, and obviously um, there is a lot happening out there. I mean, you've won countless awards in that neck of the woods, but you must be, you know, the flow-on effect in the next couple of months is massive, and I understand that people will be saying, well, you're worried, but there will be a lot of tourists there moving forward. Yeah, this has happened previous years, Dobbo, after big wets like the Montan in, Monsoon in 2019, and Local operators just get a bit nervous because it takes a while to get staff, but they, um, it always catches up. So fingers crossed, if they come in a bit late this year, they might stay a bit longer into October and we get the benefits at the back end. But um, after all those years of COVID and international open up, everybody's just a little bit nervous, but uh, let's just hope they all uh, come eventually and our local economy gets a good boost over the next six months. Yeah, that's the big thing moving forward, um, that, you, that you can actually see a, a pathway forward as well, um, that everybody can Definitely, do it. Mate, mate agriculture is the, the first and foremost, but, you know, tourism second. Um, were you disappointed? Like, there's obviously a bit of conjecture around that Longreach Pastoral College. I know it's up the road, but, you know, it potentially could really cause some damage not having all those kids going back there and, and a training facility for the bush because agriculture is the first and foremost. Make no mistakes about it. It is, yeah. That's our number one economic driver, and we're a big supporter of the ag industry. And um, over many years, ag college, a lot of people from our area went through there and uh, did their time and learned some great skills and kept people in the local industry. And that's what we want to try and do. And whether it's agriculture, and we're looking at doing a um, regional university centre here, and hopefully this year, early next year. And that's just a pathway for kids to go through school and do their training locally, and then. Um, in the community because quite often when kids go away for education and other reasons, some of them don't come back and that's just a, knocks our local town around. So anything we can do to keep kids local, whether it's a regional university centre or something like the Ag College is a, a win-win for the area. Yeah, it hasn't been a good situation. There's no two <laughs> ways about it. Um, mate, your rugby league club, how's it all travelling up there? Yeah, mate, the footy's coming to an end. There's a couple of rounds left. The old Devils, they've been struggling this year. They've got a a young side, got a lot of players, but all young fellas, and they had their first win on the weekend, which was fantastic for not only them, but the um, local community. In the last five minutes, it bloody started pissing down rain, which was great as well. But yeah, no, the boys, it was like they won the grand final. They had a ball and um, they had pink jerseys on as well for Ladies Day and raising money for the RFDS. And they auctioned those up on the bar and over $30,000 was raised, which was fantastic for a small community like Winton to go to the um, RFDS. So, yeah, a great night was had by all. Yeah, awesome. Um, really appreciate your time this morning. Um, hey, and- Tomo, before we go, mate, I just wanted to raise something with you. A bit of a campaign we're going to get going here. There yeah. was um, a story in the paper a couple of months ago there with Daniela Tupo talking about waxing Matilda and how they should bring it back to the um, international rugby when Australia's playing. He said, back in the day when John Williamson used to sing it in sure. front of 100,000 people at the MCG and get the uh, chills and the hair up on the back of your neck after uh, hearing the Wallabies do the harker. So I reckon we should start a campaign to bring Walsing Matilda back. Nothing against the national anthem, but nothing better than Walsing Matilda sung by 
tens of thousands of people and getting the players going. And Why did we ever go away that, from that? Why did we ever walk away from that? You're dead right. Um, what a, a phenomenal thing that was and and something that I think we all agree with you 100% that that would be a v- very, very important part of it moving forward. Um, you would think that that would be something that we could actually hang our hats on moving forward and, and have something there that was really special. So, yeah, we let's start that campaign, mate. Let's do it. I Definitely. agree with it. Good on you, Gav. Um, mate, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the riding uh, this weekend, the Enduro uh, up in Winton. So much to get through. And, geez, it's a great town and it's got a lot coming forward uh, as they march towards um, some of the big events throughout the course of the year coming up. This is Rural Queensland today. Gav, we'll talk to you again shortly, mate. Thanks, Bobo. See you, mate. Good on you. Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.